In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord. Amen. Why has Peter changed from a denier of Jesus to a bold confessor? As we saw in our reading from Acts. Part of the answer is the resurrection. This is what Peter here proclaims. He proclaims that Jesus, whose name healed this man, has been raised from the dead. But Peter isn't just proclaiming this as some warning, even though it's a warning and call for us to fear God as Almighty. But he is proclaiming salvation. He's proclaiming our Savior. He's proclaiming how the Son of God is the Good Shepherd. Jesus is far greater than all shepherds in this world, and especially greater than the hired hand, for Jesus cares for his sheep. <clears throat> he does not abandon them or seek to preserve his life over theirs. He wants to rescue his sheep. He wants to save them. This is the kind of shepherd he is. He is one who knows his sheep. He is the shepherd who not only is willing to die for his sheep, but who lays down his life for his sheep. He willingly sacrifices himself of his own free will. He gives himself over to death for his sheep. No one takes his life, but he freely gives it. How does such love compare to our love for one another? How does it compare with our love for God? Our country is very often marked by self-interest. Politicians often do what they think is in their best interests. Their hypocrisy on this or that matter often reveals such. They support a cause because they feel like it will advance them, or will bring them glory and worldly righteousness. Rather than supporting something as the right thing to do, they support what benefits them. But lest we heap all our problems on our politicians, we must realize that to some extent our politicians reveal our own hearts. For we, after all, are the ones who elect them. They are just as self-centered as we are. And they are like us, just with more authority and power. How many of us are willing to die for our neighbor? How many of us are willing to give up something for our husband or wife? How many of us are ready to sacrifice something we love or hold dear in order to care for our children? I mean, just consider all the things that you love, all the things you still want to do, all your hopes and dreams for the future or, or even just for this week. What would you be willing to give up? To what? Would you cling, hold on to? There are things I have trouble letting go. Whatever I might engage in as an escape from the problems of this world, I have a few. And while I could and have in the past given up one or two, I'm not sure I could give all of them. For me to lay down and sacrifice them for someone else, even for my wife, is hard. 
As a friend of mine said, it would be easier to die than to live without. It's easier to make a final sacrifice than to make an ongoing sacrifice. To have to continually die to yourself. To sacrifice what you want again and again. To die for someone is easier than to live for someone else. As my friend pointed out, one sacrifice, even if it is your life, can be easier than multiple sacrifices again and again. And yet, to such were all of you called. As the Apostle Paul points out today in our epistle, since Jesus laid down his life for us, we are to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We're to love as Christ has loved us. We're to act like the good shepherd for the sake of others, to value their life above our own. But none of us does this, not consistently. We might make a sacrifice here or there. We might even make a sacrifice that hurts us at times or that costs us, but we have trouble continuing to make such sacrifices. We are self-centered. At times, we refuse to sacrifice. Uh, other times, we give, we, we sacrifice because we think we will get something in return. Whatever the situation, we become tired or worn out of giving of ourselves. And if we still give, our giving is either half-hearted or with selfish intentions. Our love doesn't go very far. It fails. It falters. We fall short of God's glory. We are not perfect. We do not love like the Lord has commanded us, nor as he created us. For all the times we have failed to love, for all the times we only loved a little, for all the times we were not willing to give up, our lives, our time, our possessions, even our own wants and desires. We deserve hell. We deserve death. But our Lord has given us resurrection. He has made the sacrifice. Not just once, but all through his earthly human life. He gave of himself for the sake of other people. He gave of himself for those needy people clamoring for him. He was and is truly the son of God, the good shepherd who sacrificed for us all, even every day of his life. For he didn't need to come in human flesh. It did not benefit him personally. He could have wiped us out and started all over. But he didn't. He wanted to save you and me. And so he lived out his days in life for you, for your benefit. Even before he took flesh, he patiently endured his people and acted for them and forgave their sins. And now after his resurrection, Jesus comes to act for you and me. He pleads with the Father on our behalf. He uses his time to pray for you. He uses his power, his life, his death, and his resurrection for your benefit and blessing. 
He continues to give of himself for your sake. He acts for you. He is truly the good shepherd, acting for all his people to gather them together into one flock, Jews and Gentiles, you and me. Today he has gathered you here before his altar, for you are his flock whom he loves. So he has gathered you to speak his word into your ear, to proclaim to you that you are forgiven, that your sins are removed. He has declared your loveless actions, your self-centeredness, your half-hearted love to be dead, and he has raised you to new life in baptism. He has given you his love. He has moved and worked in you so that you can live and love your neighbor, so that you can sacrifice for your spouse and children, so that you can truly give to others. He has given you his resurrection life so that you can die to yourself and live as his sheep who can give to the benefit of others, knowing that their good shepherd will always provide for them and take care of them all their days. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.